0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray, and we're going to talk about revival and how God sends uh, people to tell us things that we can do that we need to change, that we can bring a move of God and things that he wants done, that he wants changed. And if we don't listen to the people that he sends to us, then he does other things. And one of the things he does, he begins to change the leadership. He begins to change who gets blessed and the people who have, he takes away and gives other people and uh, other ministries begin to rise up and gives other people a chance. And so we see that today, but also we need to consider is it possible that we are in the realm of uh, correction, in America right now, we're in level one, maybe of correction, because sometimes when you see things that are beyond the normal, like, for instance, this pandemic that we see, you know, if you get something like, a uh, which we have every year, you know, we have the season of the flu, the flu breaks out, and it's, what, two or three months, um, everybody kind of goes through it, and then this person gets it and that, and and sometimes it goes through the school systems, and there you've got a bunch of kids out for a few weeks, and then that, and it goes through, and, and people get over it and it leaves us and, and hopefully nobody, you know, hopefully we don't have a lot of people get sick and die and like that, but you come out of it and you start the year, you know, over again and goes in cycles and, and you just move on, right? Uh, but if you get something that be, can be, comes on a nation or our country and people get sick and it doesn't go away and it keeps coming back and it, keep, and it never leaves, it's not like a three-month cycle and it goes. Well, then you got to start thinking, what's happening here? What's happening? And we look at, as Christians, we open our Bible and see, has this ever happened again where something comes and doesn't go away? You remember when uh, Elijah, all of a sudden, he said, he said, there's going to be a drought for three and a half years, and it's going to come, and it's not going to go away till I say so. And it came, and it didn't leave. Well, there could always be a drought for a season or a year or whatever, but, you know, when it gets to be that long term, you begin to understand there's something of a God thing going on or a a demonic thing going on or something's going on in the spirit realm. And so I'm beginning to think, and maybe you are too, that (coughs) there's something possibly going on in the spirit realm. And could it be that the church has been silent and not saying anything, and so now something's going on in the spirit realm? because we're not paying attention and preaching and teaching and saying the things that God wants the church to say. That we're going on and we're, I mean, we're preaching, we're saying things, but we're not saying what God wants us to say. And I was reminded, and I was telling our church, I was reminded, that, that great story of Jonah, where we like the story of Jonah because he gets swallowed by the fish, and the kids love it, you know, and talks about seaweed wrapped around his head and all those kinds of things. And then he gets spit out, and then finally he goes and preaches to Nineveh because God wants him to go preach, you know, repentance to Nineveh, and he doesn't want to go do it because he knows they're going to repent, and then he'll look stupid for preaching. But one thing we forget when he runs from God He goes and gets on a ship and when he gets on that ship, a terrible storm comes. In fact, if something isn't done, the storm's going to sink the ship. And the guys on board, they're pagans, you know, and they have their pagan gods, and they're all pagans. And, you know, when the storm comes, though, you'd think that uh, these pagans, that God would be angry at them. Why? You're, you're pagans. You, you deserve a storm, you pagans. But that didn't do it, you know? You know, we find out later, and Jonah tells them. He says, listen, I'll tell you why there's a storm. There's a storm... Because I'm not willing to preach what God wants me to preach. He says, I'm the cause of the storm. In other words, the preachers could be the cause of the storm because they're not preaching what God wants them to preach. God wants them to preach another message. Now, that doesn't mean they're not preaching. Yeah, they're preaching feelings and they're preaching about our emotions and they're preaching to all you poor victims and saying, you know, God loves you, you poor victim, but you can make it just be encouraged and know God loves you and, and uh, try to get by and you're just preaching to our feelings and it, nothing's your fault. And, and, and instead, uh, uh, they need to be preaching, you need to repent and change. You need to repent of who you are and what you are, and that's what the message that Jonah was supposed to preach was not you poor Ninevites, you know you it's not your fault. You just need to try to uh, be better people and try to get along. No, he said you need to repent of your lifestyle. You need to repent of how you're doing this, and so he didn't want to preach repentance, and so could it be that God wants us to preach repentance and we don't want to do it. We don't want to preach what God wants us to repeat, repeat preach. We're supposed to preach holiness and consecration and forgiveness and, uh, and sacrifice and, and, and love God with all your heart. That's what we're supposed to be preaching. We don't want to preach it. And so because the preachers and the denominations and the church leaders don't want to preach what God wants us to preach, We're causing the storm, but if we would preach what we're supposed to preach, the storm would stop. Well, what they did was they threw Jonah overboard, and when they got him off the ship, storm stopped, and it turned out the prophet, the preacher, was the problem. Well, in Jesus' day, there's good good sermons about uh, how a man came and planted a vineyard, you know, and uh, then he went on his journey. And then he'd send people back to take a look at it. I'm looking at it in Luke chapter 20. And uh, he'd send some people to check on it and, you know, and gather the fruit and all that kind of stuff. And they'd beat that guy up and not give him what he, he's supposed to get. And then God would send another servant with that. And uh, they'd beat him up too and not give him what he's supposed to. And then finally the, the master would send uh, his son. He said, I'll send my son. Possibly they'll listen to him and, uh, course they don't you know the parable probably they don't they beat him up finally they kill him they said let's kill him maybe we'll kill the son and then we'll we'll get the inheritance this will all be ours if we kill the son so they then, then they ask in the parable they ask so what do you think the owner is going to do the master is going to do if they do that and they say he will come and he'll kill those tenants and then this is the part that's important he says and he will give the vineyard to others.'" That will produce fruit. He'll give it to others, and so we come to that in our lives here in the church days when God sends people through maybe broadcasts or podcasts or evangelists or visitings or uh, TV preachers or somebody a guest minister to your church or a friend or whatever. You just open your Bible and the Holy Spirit shows you a scripture or whatever, and uh, you're a preacher or you're a denominational leader or whatever. Uh, a worship leader and he'll send you a message that says listen you need to start producing different fruit God is sending you a message that says he's expecting to return a return on his vineyard a different kind of fruit he wants a return and instead in your own heart you just beat that thing up and say no we're not going to do that we're not going to do that you know we we're going to do it our way and so you, you don't listen to the messenger and you you don't listen to God, you don't listen to the Holy Spirit, and so then God sends you know somebody else, and you don't listen to that. You don't want to hear it. You don't want revival. You don't want to move a God. You don't want to change your message. You you like you like the crowds. You like the notoriety. You, you're and maybe you're a young preacher, and you say, well, I like that guy. He's got a big church on the hill, and he's got big crowds. What's he preaching? Yeah, he's preaching about their, to their feelings and and uh, their victims, and he's just uh, enabling them because every week they got to come back and get an encouraging message because it's just enough to get them through the week, and they got to come back because they're so hurt again, and they, they're so hurt about their past, and, and everything's, you know, they need somebody to prop them up again, and so they enable them every week. They got to come back and get that. Rather than be transformed and be changed and be empowered and let those things go and be transformed and by the renewing of their mind, by the power of the Holy Spirit and be revived, they got to keep back and being propped up every week. And so God sends a messenger, says, we need to change this. We need to do something different change our message to be the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. They don't listen. And then God sends the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jesus in there, you know, gives a real opportunity. You know, it's the real thing this time. Maybe the pastor or the preacher's home on a Saturday night and he's praying about his message and God comes into the room. Jesus comes into the room. Or during a worship service on Sunday morning, during a certain song, God comes into the room. Jesus comes into the room. The power of the Holy Spirit comes in during that song or during a prayer service or somebody gets up and says something powerful or a testimony and you can feel the spirit of God start coming in to change this world of ours and change our service, change our churches, wanting to move ahead by the spirit of God. And that pastor shuts it down. No, we're not going to have that in our church. We're not going to have this emotionalism. We're not going to have this spirit of God shuts that thing down. Well, what do you think the master, the owner is going to do? He's going to say, listen, that's the end of that this ministry is dead. It's dead to me. And he says, I'm going to take this and I'm going to give it to somebody else. I'm going to take what could be your anointing, your power, what could be your ministry to the world. And I'm going to go look for somebody else. And so we have this, uh, this precedent that God has is if we don't get it right. Then he takes it and he gives it to somebody else. Now, that's bad news for those who won't budge, but it's good news if you're looking to do something right. You want revival. You want to do the right thing. You want to be a voice crying in the wilderness. You want to see the move of God in a church at least, your church, a church, then you start you start getting on your face before God, and you start praying for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and you start saying, God, you, you come to me. Jesus, you come to me. You come to me. Send me. Be part of me. Come down on me. I am ready to be that voice for you, to produce fruit for you that you need. I know that you're ready to ch- uh, have a change of hand. You want to take what's been floundering along And not speaking your message. They're not saying your message. The regular gospel message of we repent, we turn, we get empowered, and we be the light of the world. I'm ready to preach that thing that we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Pick me, Lord. Pick me. And I will preach and teach and say the gospel of Jesus Christ and bring revival To America. Well, I hope you got that message today through this gospel. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.